we're here to bring you energy for the podcast known as painfully tight y'all so get ready wake up right now and get ready for some straight fire you like that one, y'all? That was that was original that was work some right brand there. Brand new heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to make sure that you're always ready for what we're bringing you. Or actually, you're never ready. Yeah, never ready. You're never ready. You're always never ready. You're always never ready. We're coining that one, so don't try and use it. Or abuse it. Or confuse it. Now. If you like that, then uh, this is the, the warmth you're feeling. That's me giving you a little quick hug. A thug <laughs> hug through the mic. A thug hug, why? Because we're talking about fights? Because we're talking about fights. Yeah. So you got to keep it thugging. So keep it thugging. Keep it real. Um, Don't do the wrong things. Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't talked about fights in a while. Feels like the right time. Yeah. Feels like the right time. Things are definitely uh give the people right what they want. So I guess the, the first fights to talk about is this UFC card yep. that just passed. Yep, yep. Pretty We won't get into all of them, but overall pretty exciting night. Everyone felt like they were coming with that energy. Let's yeah. let's excite the people. Yeah. Again. Give the people what they want. The ultimate fighter finalist really put on to to really show that yeah you know the show deserves to come back that was I wasn't one I didn't watch the season two I wasn't really paying attention at all to what this card was going to be so I wasn't ready for that fight at all but they came out there and they really wowed me by how much they put out there they were like I'm, I'm going in I'm giving it all laying it on the line right here Right, Neil. <laughs> and I was like, wow, so I came to see. And then I did see Kevin Lee versus Daniel Rodriguez. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if I heard right, Daniel Rodriguez, Don, oh my God, Daniel Rodriguez trains at Syndicate, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that was in the back of my head as I was watching this. But more importantly, I was realizing how long it had been that um, that I had seen Kevin Lee. So I was like, all right, all right. See how this goes. See how this goes. And I was like, he came out, came out kind of hot. Came out like he had something to show. Out, yeah, he came out in a typical fashion. You know, with some aggression, with some athleticism. Yeah, yeah. You know, throwing some heat, threatening with some takedowns, letting you feel his strength. Mm-hmm. And then, in classic fashion, lost steam. Lost steam, and Daniel Rodriguez continually built momentum. He did the subtle things, the little things that made the big difference. And, um, Honestly, I feel like it really came down to a mental when I when I watched it, that final round. Kevin Lee, kind of was didn't want to be in that fight anymore. They both retired, 
I was, that final round, they were both very tired, but the difference was the mentality. And I was going to say that because I was shocked noticing how Kevin Lee was at first, which was very intense, actually. He looked very like, that's what I meant by he had something to prove. He was like, all right, here we go. I'm back. Let's run it. Let's. But by the end, he was like, well, wow. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of annoying. <laughs> I think it was he was kind of getting in his own head about the fact that Daniel Rodriguez, who took the fight on short notice and isn't so big of a name yet compared to himself, was giving him so much trouble. And he was focusing so much on, like, wanting to, you know, wanting to put on a performance. Wanting yeah. to prove himself. Make a return statement. Instead, statements he's been making has been about... Uh, he's saying the haters can go to hell. I'm like, who's hating on you? <laughs> Bro, you really are taking L's. Yeah, you're taking these <laughs> L's, dog. <laughs> no, we'll go back and watch these videos. Yeah. Man. I don't know. Um, but aside from that, the main event between Edson Barboza and Giga Chikadze. That was, wow. I, what was I doing? I was doing something. Oh, I was about to accidentally be caught up playing Clash of Clans on my phone. And then I caught, I caught myself and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This fight's, uh, <laughs> this fight, fight's quite amazing. Let me pay attention. Um, wasn't, wasn't ready for that, but you, you know, G, uh, other pronounced again? I'm not sure if it's Giga or Giga. I'm going to say Giga. Yeah. I feel like it's Giga. I'm going with Giga. For now, we'll just call him Chikaze. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of know him a little better, right? Yeah, a little bit. I had seen some of his kickboxing matches. I hadn't seen any of his MMA fights, though. Mm, yeah, yeah. And uh, But he has now... He's on, like, a, a winning streak, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And this is a big one over Barboza, finishing Barboza like that in the third round. That's a pretty big statement, I feel like. I started getting the feeling he was going to win. Didn't think he was going to get the finish. That was, that, was, that was impressive. That's how you make a statement. Considering they had five rounds, I figured someone would get finished. They're both such... Explosive well, and technical that's, that's strikers. True. I was that's like, true. someone's gonna get finished. I just mean like, I was doubting his finishing potential. Shouldn't have been. It's quite scary. Pretty good. Pretty good. He's extremely accurate and extremely evasive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But while packing like some devastation in his kicks. He's quite a puzzle to deal with. And I do think that he would have... Frame's kind of weird, too. The potential... Yeah, he, he has a, a long, wiry frame. I think he would have the potential to pose some new problems to Max. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be an interesting one. Especially speed, too. We're both very speedy. 
Yeah. He's a uh, he he's a a different class of striker than that division has really had in a long time, aside from Max Holloway. Yeah, for sure. If you think about it, there was there was Aldo. There's Max. Aldo was crispy with it. You can put Barboza up there. But Barboza's really originally a lightweight. Mm-hmm. So that's all there's really been in terms of like elite, elite striking in featherweight weight class. You think he'll be uh possibly be champ one day? Chikaze if I champion? remember, he's a little bit older. So I don't know. That looks about right. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I said it. He, uh, we, I, I don't know. We don't really have any idea yet, but I would assume his grappling might not be that evolved. Kind of get that feeling. With that being said, I don't think he'd be able to secure a championship. You do need that. Because as we're saying, there haven't really been that many elite strikers in the weight class. There have been some pretty good grapplers mm-hmm. though in the weight class for sure you're gonna have to deal <laughs> with them at some point you're gonna yeah. have to deal with them so I don't know if he gets to a title because look at who's fighting for the title right now Volkanovski and Ortega either one of them are gonna grapple him up ferociously <laughs> yeah <clears throat> Yeah, but he's going to be a tough person to get past. And he's going to put on some amazing fights. He's going to put on some performances. He's going to be the highlight reel of that division, I think, for the next, like, couple years. Yeah, because he has the mentality for it, too. Like, the way he was trying to take his head off. Yeah. The way he was spinning just all night. He wants finishes. Yeah. He wants knockouts. Isn't his nickname the Ninja? Mm-hmm. I believe that's what I heard. I was impressed. I enjoyed that performance. Um, now I know who Giga, Giga is. But, see, when you said it, I kind of started thinking, how do you feel looking specifically at Edson? Like, is this a bad knockout? Is this a knockout that makes you feel like maybe he should stop soon? Maybe he, uh... Or just, you know, hey, you got him. Yeah, I, I think... This isn't anything that Edson should really hang his head about. He put on a pretty good performance. He fought really well. He just was kind of... Out, outsmarted, out, outskilled. Yeah, I was gonna say he fought really well, but Giga was better, and Giga outclassed him. That's really all there was. He was, he was take, he was making the fight in the first place because 
anyone else probably wouldn't even survive that long. He came out throwing some heat from the beginning. They both were trading yeah. some hard yeah. kicks from the beginning. That's what grabbed my attention. I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, I guys should be looking. They're coming in. <laughs> they're gonna. They're planning to deliver. And he actually <clears throat> landed kicks and landed some shots on Giga that did have to make Giga, you know, adjust slightly and strategize around it. Like Giga did mm-hmm. acknowledge that Edson is a great striker, but that's what it really came down to: is that Giga is a, a class above. Yeah, and then the other thing, the other thing that I would say in the argument of, I think, I think Edson doesn't need to take this as like, hey, you're done, is uh, or at least in my case, I feel like he's still in a good enough athletic shape of his life. That's like you're you're good. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> and I don't think it was like the where obviously you don't want to get knocked out, but. It, it wasn't like one of those horrible oh, separate yeah. you from your yeah. consciousness knockouts. You see, he he stood up immediately and he was kind of kind of disappointed. Yeah, he was. It was kind of more of an exhaustion KO. I feel like, which he does have those sometimes. Yeah, and I mean, he you cuts kinda, a lot of weight. <laughs> you kind of can't protest it when you're uh, popping up and down like that. Yeah. Basically, just slipping and falling in repetition. I was not gonna lie; I started laughing a little bit. You're getting beaten into barrel rolls. That's a bad look. Pretty sure we can go ahead and call it. Yeah, we're gonna call that. I didn't even call that TKO. It's just not giving me that much confidence. So for me, gotta have to call it. But overall, I say good fight, good performance. And, well, who could Edson possibly face next? We'll leave it at that. Um, Edson should face, he should face, he should go back to lightweight. Go back to lightweight, I agree. Face Patty Pimplet. <laughs> face Patty Pimplet, huh? <laughs> that might, could be entertaining. That could be entertaining. I don't see how it couldn't be. All right. We'll leave it at that. That's a good one. All right. Let's rev it up, swerve, turn it around, and talk about another fight that happened that night. All right? And have some fun. Mm-hmm. And have some fun, too. Yeah. Make sure you're having fun while you do it. Now, uh, what fight am I referring to there? I believe you're referring to the ass grab. <laughs> of the century as yeah. grab of the century of Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley uh huh uh huh mm-hmm. and uh what'd you think you seem to have some strong feelings about it at the end of the day I believe uh I believe it was organized if you will we we know the fight was scheduled, but I'm saying this was uh, this fight was organized. If you get me, if you catch my drift. 
I feel like the fight was just way too storied. It just went way perfectly in a way that painted him kind of like a like a young hero. <laughs> As yeah, I stepped in there with the UFC fighter, took his best shot, As, and yeah. still won. As expected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, yes, it's just as likely that Tyron Woodley just performed poorly. I say that because he just came off of a performance where he performed poorly. He also continues his losing streak. That's a pretty long yeah. losing streak. Yeah. Jobber level losing streak. It's making me mad at myself for like believing in believing him. in him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I was gonna try and be around the bush. Now it's making me mad for believing in him. You think you'd be Tyron Woodley? After seeing that? I gotta shape up a little bit, but yeah. I think it'd be pretty competitive though. Yeah, he's a little durable, a little bit durable. Pretty durable, yeah. Yeah, it might be a little, a little tough. He's kind of disrespectful, but at the same time, that's not what that's that's what he's showing us. He's showing us that uh, he deserves to be disrespected. <laughs> but based on the fact that, I kind of feel like. That's what Jake Paul did to him. Jake Paul put that disrespect on him. How uh, how old is Tyron Woodley? Like 32? 39. Oh, 39? Yeah. Oh, wow. He's very young looking. Alright. You got that disrespect put on him by a, disrespect put on him. Wow. a young man. That's, that's even worse. That's what I'm saying. And that's what we knew was at stake. It's like, okay, you stand to gain, you know, the satisfaction of shutting up Jake Paul, but you stand to lose a lot of respect. But you also stand to gain your biggest payday of your career as well. Well... At the end of the day, get your bag. Hey. Get your yeah, bag. I, I guess. I mean, don't get absolutely worked. No. If you're asking me, no. don't get absolutely worked. Don't do that. But hey. But, um, you know, make it look like you trained. Make it look like you tried. Go, uh, give us the illusion. I'm pretty sure he didn't really. Pretty sure he didn't really. You get minimal effort out of me. He seemed like he was ready to show up and collect the bag. Come here for my bag. I'll be out. Let's get this over with. Well, Physical condition always. Mm-hmm. He's just always going to be in physical condition for it. But boxing wise, come on, he looked 
he did exactly the same thing he's always done. Yeah, he did nothing. Yeah, it's it's. I'm glad you addressed that. To be specific, that's the first. <laughs> that's the main thing we should be talking about. Like, you did not do nothing. You did not do no extra boxing work. Yeah, no. He still fought like he was in an MMA fight. Hundred percent. Which automatically put him at a disadvantage. He was there for that bag. He was there for that bag. And to, you know, put some gloves on him. <laughs> put some gloves on him, let him feel the power, let him be like, yeah, this is what I I had the potential to do to you if I would have trained. To have the, have the <laughs> achievement of saying he has a professional boxing fight. Yeah. Under his name, which everyone's doing now. Um, Should he yeah. get the tattoo? I love Jake Paul. I feel like he ain't gonna do it. Should he though? Do you believe that he should, considering he shook hands and signed the agreement? Yeah. Deal's a deal. Always stick to yeah. Well, that's part of that personality test we were taking. <laughs> I'm all I'm very much so about sticking to what you say. Get it in microscopic size. That's what I would do. Get it the smallest size someone can put it on you and then put it in like Sure Tyron got some money. You have to pay to get it that small. It's gonna hurt, but put it right behind your knee. In very small size. It's going to hurt pretty bad, but no one's ever going to see it. No one's ever going to notice it. Yeah, you're going to be straight. It's going to look like a mole or a birthmark. It's not going to even look like anything. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be good. You'll be good because you're going to have a hairy back of the knee area. That's what it's called. Hairy back of the knee area. Yeah, don't mind that. That's just a patch of hair. It's just a patch of hair. (laughs) It looks like it says, I love Jake Paul. It's... Just a patch of hair. <laughs> but come on now. Why would I ever have that? <laughs> come on. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> With an extra amount of salt. Um, but yeah. It is what it is. It sets up Jake Paul to have big fights. Mm-hmm. It establishes tiring within this kind of uh, crazy world of promotion that Triller and Showtime is doing so people are making money that's the that's the thing that I can be happy for at least is that people are making money yeah <clears throat> not all in uh, ways that I necessarily agree with but uh, get your dollars I don't know if they, get your they dollars, allow me baby. to fight for them though because they must all have an agreement not to hurt each other. I, I couldn't fight under that agreement. No. About that pain lifestyle. But, uh... Speaking of pain... Speaking of hurting each other... Mm-hmm. The UFC. As real as it gets. The good old days. Remember that? When they were as real as it gets? Yeah. Not so much anymore. But still pretty real. 
um, Darren Till and Derek Brunson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> that one's happening in um, the UK, right? In England. I believe so. Mhm. Yeah, you got the card for that one? Let me see. Let me see. Actually, do some picks. I believe I have it at my disposals. Maybe I don't. Maybe I'm completely lying to you. Nope. I got it right here. So, we got Patty Pimblett, who you were just introducing to me to me a little bit, um, versus Luigi Vendramini. Luigi being 9-2. and two. Patty's 16-3. Uh, and three. I don't know Patty. Mm, yeah, I'm going to go with Patty. You gonna go with Patty? I think All he right. has a lot of pressure being in his UFC debut, but at the same time, it's in the UK. Looks like this Luigi dude's bigger. It's 5'7", 170. Patty's 5'8", 155. Wow. I don't know if this is like... Well, I think that guy's come down from 170. I know Patty used to be a featherweight. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Well, there you go. I'm going to go ahead and take Patty because you're taking Patty. <laughs> That's where I want to go with this. Okay. Trying to reclaim my um, prediction god status. By copying my work? I feel like it's allowed because that's part of the reason I fell down is because of you. Alright. <laughs> Started agreeing with my picks. Next we have... Khalil Roundtree Jr. versus Modestus Bukowskis. I feel like I said that correctly. Yeah, I feel like you did a pretty good job. Um, Modestus is 11 and 4. Khalil's 9 and 5. Won no contest. Khalil's the teammate. I'm definitely going with Khalil. Alright, alright, alright. I'm going to say. I'm going to say Khalil as well. And that one's not copying. I just agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, we got Alex Morono and David Zawada. Now, that one I could be saying wrong, but that's definitely what it looks like. <laughs> Z-A-W-A-D-A. Zawada. Zawada. Drink Zawada. Don't complain about Zawada. Zawada is fresh. Now, look. Alex Morono is 19-7. and seven. Is David Alex Zawada Morono is the dude who got six. beat up by Donald Cerrone? Yeah, I think so. Or did he beat up Donald Cerrone? Um... I feel like not that. I don't know. It's not letting me get the info that I'm looking for. Yeah, no, he beat Donald Trump. Okay. First round. I'm pick, I'm gonna pick Alex Morano. Okay. Well, I actually disagree on this one. Cause I do. Uh, he has a reach advantage. He's also taller by a good amount. So I'm gonna pick David Zawada. Zawada. Z- Hopefully, it's Zawada. So. <laughs> 
Now we got Tom Aspinall versus Sergey Spivak. Ten and two, Tom Aspinall. Thirteen and two, Sergey Spivak. Now I'm just taking Sergey. Yeah, I was gonna go with Sergey. I'm as taking well. Sergey. <laughs> if Tom Aspinall somehow blazes his way into being in my paying attention to him. I don't know why instant doubt for Tom just off of his name just purely based off of his name oh. versus Tom versus Sergey I gotta pick Sergey kinda yeah I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna lie but then also I have seen Sergey believe once before it impressed me then of course we got our main event I know we had our picks. Let's see if those picks change. We got Derek Brunson and Darren Till. I'll read the records just for the hell of it since I did the rest of them. 22 and 7, Derek Brunson. 18, 3 and 1, Darren Till. I'm going to say my pick first this time. I've been sticking by it this whole time, so I'm going to say it with pride. Darren Till. Picking Darren Till. And I ain't changing. I'm. I guess I have the bold prediction on this one. But I'm going to stick by it as well. I'm going to go with Derek. Okay, okay. I think Derek's going to put it all on the line. He really needs this one. If he's, if he's going to make a title run in his career, this is the last chance. He can't afford to make it to the top and get knocked back down any more times yeah. than this. It's only so many chances you get. But, if you ask me, I'm looking at Darren Till taking this fight. Yes, I know. You were questioning his health. You are questioning, you know, is he going to be fight ready? Yeah. That's a, that's a valid question. That's a valid question. All I'm saying is, I have the faith and the belief that he's healthy enough. And what I'm saying is, Darren Till, healthy enough, is beating Darren Brunson all day. That's how I look at that. He's taking that fight. That's how I see it. We're going to see, though. Of course. Of course. Yeah. We're going to see when the time comes. But that's that's what I got to say about that. Of course, it's about that time, though. So, why don't we... uh? Let the people go while uh, letting the people know about that time where they can find you. See, I did that right there. Yeah, that was pretty smooth. Let them go while letting them know. Letting them know that you should get on Twitter. If you're not mm-hmm. on Twitter at this point in time, what are you on? Where are you really at? Are you in a coma or what? Does Twitter not exist in your world? You just you just not acknowledging it. Acknowledge it. Come on. It's honestly a part of human life. It's probably, it's probably, it's probably a lot in your face. And if you only follow one account, follow us on our at painfully tight account. Yep. Get all the inside scoops. Because through that account, you'll get retweets of the of all of us. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're following all of us in one account. Get your little insider scoop. That's what I'm calling it right now. And then eventually, come and follow the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Follow Get in me on the whole circle. At Javon underscore Kamanawai, the love doctor. Yep. 
then you're gonna be like, man, this dude's cool. When there's like others like him, that's when you find me. Definitely. B L A C C underscore C A dollar sign H. That's me. That's him. And the thing about it that's crazy is that's where you're gonna find me at on everything. Including Spotify. Alright? You're gonna take that with the same thing, just throw an underscore in there. B L A C C underscore C A dollar sign H. And that's me. What, what, what are we leaving out here? Do we do we touch all the bases? Pretty sure we did. Have the bases been touched? Pretty sure we did. Alright then. Well, I hope you guys are uh, feeling comfortable. Hope you're tucked in the bed. Feeling all snuggly. Got to cuff, cover up your chin. You know? Hope you've been properly violated. No? Uh, that one doesn't work yet? I think it works. I hope you've been properly violated. That's from me to you. I hope this episode gave you something to think about. That's why I'm going to leave it at. And with that, we bid you a good night. No, but seriously, good night, y'all. Good night.